As an online business owner, we've all heard the phrase limiting beliefs. We've heard how they shape our reality. We've heard how they drive our actions, how they dictate our results, the results that we get, the results that we don't get. But did you know that your beliefs, the thoughts literally running through your head, can also alter how you look physically and how you sound? I can think of nowhere that this has more impact than for us as business owners, as the leaders of our business. So we've got to take a moment to look at the thoughts running through our head, notice how they create our reality, and see if there's anything there that we want to change. That's what we're going to explore inside this episode today. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're known for helping overworked online business owners navigate the ups and downs on the way to seven figures. Each week, you're going to learn how to get the right systems, structure, and support in place so you can build a self-sustaining business that thrives in a rapidly changing digital environment and grow through what you go through to create the greater income, influence, and impact you deserve. This is Anti-Fragile Entrepreneurship. So if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen a few weeks ago that I shared that I completely lost my voice. Now, this has only ever happened to me twice in my life. And what's so crazy and so fascinating about this is that the two times in my entire 35 years on this planet that I have lost my voice has been about two to three weeks after starting work with a voice coach. Now, when I realized this, it totally blew my mind because about three or four years ago, I had just started the podcast. I was learning how to build in depth to what I was doing here on the show. And so one of the natural next steps for me was to hire a voice coach to start learning how my own thoughts affected what you hear in these episodes. And it was very revealing. But a couple of weeks after starting that work, I lost my voice completely. Totally out of left field. Didn't see it coming. Didn't have any other symptoms. Just woke up one morning and I couldn't speak for three days. This was actually over Christmas time. I will never forget going to Christmas Eve at my in-law's house. It's a huge party. It's normally very loud. Everyone's there. Gifts are flying. Wrapping's flying everywhere. And I couldn't talk. I just had to look around the room and just smile and nod and mouth, thank you, you know, every time I would open a gift. It was the strangest experience. So when my voice came back, I went back to my voice coach and I was like, so the weirdest thing happened, I lost my voice last week. And she's like, oh, yeah, this actually happens a lot. And I was like, what do you mean? It happens a lot? Like, really? I'm not the only one that this happened to? She's like, no. She said, when people start this work, it's like their brain's way of saying, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, that's not safe. Don't do that don't let people see who you really are. Are you crazy? No. And so your brain literally takes control of your body and prevents you from speaking. It's your unconscious mind's mechanism of saying, hey, hold on a second. I'm going to keep you safe here because we don't want to risk that rejection. We don't want to risk that judgment. And so I've had that experience and forgot about it. Life went on. Business grew. The podcast grew. And then this year has been a year that has just been so transformative for me personally. I've done a lot of deep work on myself this year. And one of the big recurring themes that has come up this year was my voice. 
and the ways that I still wasn't using it. The ways that I was still hiding behind it. The ways that I was covering up who I was with a lot of words to try to convince you that I know what I'm talking about or to try to convince you that I'm an expert, which in reality just pushes you away. And so this became very obvious to me and I'm like, all right, it's time to do this work again. It's time to go deeper. There's another layer here and I'm ready to peel it back. So I hired a dear friend of mine who used to work solely with actors and she now works with business owners. And she's like, I'm so excited. I've been wanting to get my hands on your voice for so long. And I'm like, really? She's like, yes. She said, because I can hear it. I can hear where you're hiding. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready. Let's do it. So we started our sessions. We had a couple of sessions. They were really good and gave me a lot to think about and a lot to overthink if I'm being honest. And then guess what happened? Yep. Woke up, couldn't speak. Now it took about a full day for it to dawn on me that this was literally a replica of what happened to me three to four years ago. And this time I knew that it was my brain's way of trying to protect me. And so I knew that what I was being called to do during that week of silence, three days of silence, was to sit down and listen. To literally just be quiet and to be still. And you know what? I found that so hard to do. So hard to do. Even though I wanted to do it, I wanted to do this work. I wanted to get rid of whatever beliefs or thoughts that were still lurking there beneath the surface, holding me back from connecting fully with you. It still felt like one of the hardest things I've ever done. So again, right at about two and a half, three days this time, I had lost my voice, finally got it back, and then got to thinking about the power of our voice, the power of our thoughts, the way that our thoughts affect how we show up in the world. And what's really interesting, if you're just listening to this show for the first time, you might be like, what the heck am I listening to right now? But I thought this was a show about entrepreneurship, about business, about anti-fragility. And here we are talking about our thoughts and our voice. And this is why we're talking about them, because your thoughts and your voice are two of your most powerful assets in your business. We don't often think about that. We look at our business from a strategy perspective. We look at it from a tactical perspective, from a profit and loss perspective, but we're not always looking at our businesses through the lens of our thoughts. We might look at our profit and loss statement and see where we were up or where we were down in revenue or where we have a gap to fill, but how much of your thoughts has actually influenced those results? Have you ever stopped to think about that? If the answer is no, then keep listening because we're going to explore that right here, right now. For me growing up, my mom and I had a very tenuous relationship. My mom meant well. I can look back now and I can see how hard she tried. And I can also see how strong-willed I was. What a tough kid I really was. And I was outspoken. 
I was one of those that was just the sassy little girl, you know, who was going to say what was on her mind, didn't care what anybody thought about it, and was going to tell you whether you liked it or not. And my mom tried to channel that in me. She tried to punish it out of me. She was trying to teach me respect. But the way she went about it wasn't good for me. And around the time I was about nine years old, one of the things that I had heard repeatedly up until that point was, Courtney, oh my gosh, your mouth, your mouth is what gets you in trouble. And for whatever reason, I can remember she said it to me that day. And that was the day that I internalized that message. And for the next 20 plus years, I believed it. I believed that my mouth got me in trouble. Now, I wasn't walking around every day interacting with my friends or teachers or anyone thinking like, oh, my mouth gets me in trouble. Let me not speak. But it was an unconscious belief. It was embedded deep, 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 deep in the layers of my psyche. And it became the lens through which I saw my world. And because I believed that, it kept me from being able to fully express myself. If you go back and listen to old videos of mine, I don't recommend you do that. (laughs) But if you were to do that, there are old videos out there floating on the internet of me that you can find from seven, eight years ago where you will not recognize my voice. You'll hear me. There might be some qualities that are similar, but you'll notice how it sounds completely different. It actually blows my mind. And it was because I was trying to fit myself into these boxes that other people presented to me. I tried to become someone who I wasn't in order to earn love, to earn affection, validation, recognition. And I totally lost sight of who I was, who Courtney was in the process. And so a lot of my journey hasn't been about growth and achieving new levels of growth as it is about unlearning all the stuff that I had learned for so many years. And the first step to that was actually becoming aware of the thoughts that were preventing me from getting the results in my life that I wanted. So about six weeks ago at the time of this recording, I went in for another deep, deep therapy session with my therapist, my long-standing therapist, who I have worked with since I was about 19 years old. And this session was so powerful. It's so hard to put into words how you feel going through deep, intensive work like this. But in the weeks since then, it's all been integrating. And I've noticed the ways in my life that like the little chinks in my armor have fallen away and where the real pieces of Courtney have started to fit back into place. And it sounds weird and wild to talk about, but that literally is how I feel and what I've noticed. And so this past weekend, my son was on fall break and we drove up north to visit my parents. And for whatever reason, on Saturday, I went into my childhood bedroom and I went up on the top shelf of my closet where all of our family photo albums still are. And I found a box of photos. Now, what was crazy about these photos was that they were completely random. They were not in any order, no shape or form. There was no rhyme or reason to them. It was me. It was my sisters. It was long lost relatives. It was people who made up the fabric of our lives. And so we were looking through these photos and we were laughing about them and giggling some of these faces that me and my sisters were making. And it was really funny. 
But the thing that I noticed the most as I was looking through my life from the perspective of where I sit now, and I had seen these photos before. It was not like I was seeing these for the first time. But what I did see for the first time was the way that my face and my mouth had physically changed. I kid you not. When I look at the photos of me as a three, four, five-year-old, what I see is a completely uninhibited Courtney, a completely free version of myself where I knew exactly who I was and I wasn't afraid to share her with the world. And then as I got older and saw the photos of me at 9, 10, 11, 12, into my teenage years, I saw a Courtney who was hurting. She was hiding. She was heavy. Physically and emotionally, she was carrying such a heavy weight. And as I progressed through the years, later in my teens, I saw a Courtney that I barely recognized. One that quite honestly took me aback because she was a girl who had so much darkness in her eyes, so much sadness, so much loneliness. She was the version of Courtney who believed that it was true, that her words didn't matter, that her opinions didn't matter. That who she was was unlovable and therefore she needed to be someone else. And I saw how she hated herself for it. And then as I looked further along, I saw the photo of me laying in the hospital bed, about to undergo surgery and treatment for cancer. And I saw the Courtney who had been given a second chance. And then in looking at photos of me today, I saw the girl who rewrote the story. And it was fascinating to actually see how our thoughts affect us. How our thoughts influence the way that we show up. And the thing about our thoughts is that most of them are unconscious. And look, you're a business owner. You've done this work. You understand what limiting beliefs are. You've done work to overcome the beliefs that hold you back. And it's a lifelong journey. For all of us, there will always be layers. There will always be beliefs. We will always be peeling that back. And I love the process. I hate it too, because it's hard. Healing is hard. But I love it because I love what can come from it. And so sitting here with you today, sharing this, sharing how my own thoughts have influenced my reality, have influenced the results that I'm getting or not getting in my business, and how they've even influenced how I sound and how I look. Is something that's really powerful to reflect on. 
Because as business owners, your business is only going to grow to the degree that you grow. There's also a fine line when it comes to growth. Because once you're on a journey of growth, the goal then becomes to always be growing. More growth, more growth, more growth. There's nothing wrong with growth in and of itself. It's something most of us seek out. Most of us want it. But we also have to be careful because sometimes that growth causes us to lose sight of who we've become in the process already. And there can be this tendency that develops to continually think we have something to fix. That was me for a long time, where I always thought, oh, this growth is good, but there's more. Oh, I peeled back this layer, but oh, there's more layers under there. I know it. Can't wait to peel those back too. And there's a difference between growing and believing that you have to grow because you have something wrong with you that needs fixing. So I'm just sharing this with you from my heart to yours today. First of all, just to call to mind the power of our thoughts. Let us not forget how powerful they really are, especially as it relates to our business and especially as it relates to the way that we're able or not able to connect, to truly connect with those around us. But also to be mindful that even on the journey of growth that you're on right now, and as I say here on the show, literally every episode, as you grow through what you go through, and as we embrace this idea of anti-fragility and of picking yourself up and dusting yourself off and saying, you know what? These hard things happen. They do happen. They're going to happen. They're going to continue to happen. And I'm going to grow through them. That you don't lose sight of how far you've already come to get here, to get where you are today. So just for fun. I encourage you, if you can, go back through your childhood photos. Notice what you see. Notice how far you've come. And then just commit to celebrating wherever you are in your journey right now. And that's all I got for you today. Food for thought for your journey. Now look, head to the show notes if you want to connect with me personally. And if you're not following me on Instagram, come follow me there at the Courtney Elmer. In fact, I just shared some of these photos to my story. So if you're listening at the time that this episode airs, you can actually go see the progression. And later down the road, I'll probably turn it into a reel of some sort and share that with you too. But you know, today's episode really got me thinking of all the places that your thoughts affect your business. And one of the biggest places is with your team. Because it's human nature to point fingers at other people 
for lack of results? How easy is it for us to blame our team members when things aren't going the way we expect them to go? But this is what we also have to realize, that if you want to be the leader of a flourishing team, you first got to take a hard look at how you're leading. And that's exactly what we're going to do next week. So until then, let's go out there and grow through what we go through together. And to not forget to celebrate just how far you've already come. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 